Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. getting old yes our bones are cracking our minds oh are <laughs> also, also are just, just turning to dust <laughs> yeah but our spirits are here also yeah i mean they're also withering right like they're tepidly here but they're here <laughs> yeah. correct yeah yeah welcome to into the twilight where we spend an hour pretending that the outside world doesn't exist and yes. we're just in a safe bubble of goofs and gaffs and shitty uh romance spaces yeah about cryptids and stuff right we're and here. where i get to fucking yell about authors <laughs> but i'm gonna save that for about 20 minutes it's yeah fucking strap in folks because there's gonna be some passionate yelling when frere rocher catches his hands i swear to god yeah um, I- anyway <laughs> I hate being right. It's truly annoying. It's a curse. Um, I hate it. Yeah. Hey, Cody, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm vibing. I wanted to talk about a show because hello. Hello. That's my brand and that's our brand. Um, and notably because we did not talk about the ultimatum on this podcast and I'm not going to. Okay. Listen, (laughs) I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it, but I noticed uh, just by yeah. one of these sometimes I just like to scroll through Peacock just to see what they have see if they're trying at all to promote the American Song Contest and right and they're not they never are they never are Hulu's right. doing more fucking legwork for that and even that is bare minimum but whatever <laughs> anyway I yep. came apro- across Temptation Island which oh. is fucking the same exact show except a little different but has been running for four seasons on the USA Network and now I guess Peacock has it Interesting. So let me break down. I've only seen a couple episodes, so I'm not an expert on this, but I I just had to make the record known (laughs) because this is, it flummoxed me and my partner when we were watching this because we were like, huh, the bio of this sounds exactly like the ultimatum. And if you're unfamiliar, the ultimatum is which couples come on trying to test. Who are 23. Who are 23 and have only been dating for like a year or two, uh, have come in issuing an ultimatum to get married and they date other people that have also, you know, in the group or whatever, and live yeah. with them and then live with their partner and then choose if they want to do one or the other, if they want to leave, whatever. If they want to lower their standards right. instead of just breaking up. Yes, they just, yeah. it's Again, they've known each other for two years during a pandemic. So the so Temptation Island <laughs> is the, on the surface the same premise. Couples come sure. in, they're not issuing an ultimatum, but they're like trying to like test their relationship and see if they should move forward like and have maybe... Okay. A more serious plan down the road and there's like people are of thank god a little bit of older ages some people have been in relationships okay. for like seven years some people have been there for like <gasps> two or three it's like a, it's a wider range right but there's only four okay, couples got it. and they're like okay you came in here to like you know test the waters whatever they all come this nice little island they have these little beach villas one for the dudes one for the ladies and then oh. they like separate and the difference is Instead of like them dating each other, they bring twelve extra women and twelve extra dudes. Oh my god! To stir the pot, and this whole time, like 
the couples are like totally separated. So like the couples live with the new dudes that they've brought in as like a little hype house scenario. And they just like party and you know, whatever. And it's bananas. And also what I'm learning too is that they have these little like bonfire sessions in which they like bring, you know, let's let's say they bring the dudes or whatever, the, the original couple dudes. And this, this host guy is like next to a fire is like, hey guys, what's up? I'm going to show you on this iPad clips of your partners and what they're doing in there. And you just take that as you will, because they don't have any like really interactions besides like the first few nights or whatever. Um, And it is bananas. I'm scared for everyone on there, just as I was for everyone on the ultimatum. Um, But it is wild. Whoa. Okay. This sounds better. It seems like objectively better because you have other people. It's not like you're dating in this weird pod. Cause like, who knows if you're going to be even compatible with like the two other people. Exactly. You know, like it's limited so extensively, right? The other thing too, that I found while watching the ultimatum is I wish that they had color coded wristbands because oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the, that the original couple had color coded wristbands mm-hmm. because when they would get when Nick and Vanessa would gather them up and they would start talking, I there would be like three dudes talking over this one woman, and I was like, wait, who is the original person that they came with? Yeah, and I had no memory. I swear that. to God, there were two uh, white guys in the ultimatum of the original couples that I thought were the same dude until like three episodes Literally. in. Now, here's the real question about Temptation Island. Mm. Do they have someone like Vanessa Lachey who can give pity hugs? So they don't. And that's unfortunate. They have this one dude who, oh, I buried the lead here. His name is literally Mark Wahlberg, but it's spelled different. (laughs) His name is Mark Wahlberg, which is incredibly funny to me. (laughs) Um, And he's like fine. He's not like, you know, he's not super in the mix a lot of the time. Like he's just kind of like more of an absent host. He's kind of like a Chris Harrison kind of vibe. Like he's not super like giving a lot of pep talks or like advice or anything, Um, Mm. but he's not like offensive. So unlike Chris Harrison. Right, exactly. A a, a stark difference is that he's, he seems nice, you know, (laughs) but like he's just kind of there, which is fine. I love this because I unfortunately did watch all of the ultimatum and it made me very angry, but I do want a better version and this sounds like exactly what I want yeah so thank you for bringing that to the space how are you doing my friend um I am doing okay my happy thing is also television shocker truly yeah right of course Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I am caught up with the kids and I am caught up on euphoria Ooh, yes welcome I did want to bring that to the space because I have had every possible thing about euphoria muted on twitter for a really long time yeah sure mainly because for a while i didn't care and then i started watching it and i did care Mm -hmm. so last night i watched the last three episodes have you watched euphoria by the way oh yeah i've watched all of it yeah okay Mm mm-hmm when I had originally started watching Euphoria, I was like, mm, I'm not going to like this show. Like, right. I don't understand why it's in high school. Like, meh. Right. Um, and now my opinion on the show has like completely changed because a lot of the stuff that's covered is very much what was prevalent 
when I was in high school, so I get it. Mm -hmm. It just makes me laugh that there are some people who think this show (laughs) glamorizes drug use. It's bizarre (laughs) to me. When every single episode, my opinion when I finish watching it is, wow, I'm really grateful that I, (laughs) like am not an addict like my family. Right. Yeah. Um, because, holy shit. Like, there's no way that I would come out of watching one of these episodes and be like, you know what I want to do is do drugs. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> this show does better at, uh, what was it called? Like, the fucking D.A.R.E. campaign? Yes. Than in, D.A.R.E. was when I was a kid. Which is wild because, like, D.A.R.E. like had a whole hissy fit about the show. Especially in the second season, um, there was like a whole lot of drama or whatever being like, this is glamorizing, whatever. And it's like, this is way more effective than Dare, in my opinion. A hundred percent. But like, go off, I guess. <laughs> like, Sure. I can't believe that that would be the opinion someone would get while watching this. Right. Like, this show is hard to watch. I had to, except for last night, I have usually had to do like, one episode max and usually it's been like a little bit less just because for so many reasons this show is very heavy (laughs) um and i would say that for even if you do not have any of the traumas in witnessed or like experienced by the uh characters Mm -hmm. Um, but i think that my opinion going into the show was very much a like i'm too old for this Mm -hmm. And I have oddly found myself talking a lot about it in therapy. So, so hey, um, <laughs> mission accomplished, so, Euphoria. You did yeah. it. So, fucking Sam Levinson. Yeah. Um, fuck you. Right. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. The, I think the second season is really good. Like, I think especially the whole solo Rue episode where she's just running is like the best episode they've ever fucking made like period like it's so good yeah it's just very I'm glad you're on the horse again I'm glad you're here I'm here um I'm with the teens yeah do I find it very weird to watch like adults playing teenagers yes sure yeah but I don't know that I would feel any more comfortable watching actual teenagers do this content right for sure so <laughs> so that's kind of the you know sticky situation. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I like I'm I am excited to see the next season. If anyone I don't know that there's anyone but me who has not watched it, but yeah. I will say that it was a it was a happy thing to finish it, but it's also very heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so keep that in mind. <laughs> keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> we have a small amount of current events but they're very important but they're so weak there's so much (laughs) so much i'm so excited where would you like to start this (sighs) feels like a hall like a very important holiday for yeah this is my christmas this um (laughs) we have two very important case two movie news announcements she had her birthday and then she dropped all of the news. right exactly which is god bless we love to see it we can start off with this bodybuilder one because that because sure because sure so i don't know if we talked about it on the podcast but i remember like a few months ago maybe like during like sundancy times or whatever 
um, Case do like said in an interview that like she really fucked with Rose Glass, which and she had only done like yes. one movie, which and like it's a great movie. Saint Maud is awesome, um, but I was like interesting. And then now she's like, oh, just kidding, we're doing a movie together. I manifested that shit, which right. I'm already into. So this movie called Love Lies Bleeding for A24 about the competitive world of bodybuilding. Already sold. Because sure. Already I'm in, in it. it. And Keisu notably plays the protective lover of a female bodybuilder. I am going to ascend into the sun. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mama, I threw up. I threw up. Um, <laughs> this is, I didn't know that I could dream this big. Right, right. <laughs> just I like, have that things, that thoughts like this. <laughs> I didn't know that someone had tapped into my biggest desires and was like, okay, sure. Yeah, we got it. Right. We can do that here at yeah. A24. Welcome home. Ugh, I want it so bad. And it's going to, it's going to happen. It's going to, we're going to get it. <laughs> and Rose Glass said, yes, we got it. We got it here. Right. Welcome. Ugh. Uh. I'm very excited. I love, I'm I think like bodybuilder stuff is very fascinating and especially if it's gay as well. I think that'd be very, yeah. I would like to see it. I'm very into it. And the idea that like, I love it when Kristen plays actor or plays a character who gets mad. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's, that's very important to me. We've got competition here. Mm-hmm. We've got body issues. Right. We've got, Probably sexism here. Sure. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm in it. Hello. There's romance. There's the American dream. Take all Hi. my money. <laughs> Give. I'm. I need a poster immediately. Right. <sighs> I will just sit and wait for any more news. Yeah. Thank you. But I'm also incredibly excited because we finally got a trailer for Crimes of the Future, which we have been tepidly talking about for what a year or two maybe you know this was kind of teased a little earlier and stuff and i i mm, all my favorite sickos in one room (laughs) just like (laughs) all of my favorite we got cronenberg we got Viggo mortensen we got k stew we got leah sadu i mm, i mm. it's like happy birthday cody merry christmas cody right all of this movie was made for you i mm. I do feel like we've been talking about this for about a year now. Because I remember when we just got the cast announcement. Yeah. And you ascended. Right, yes. <laughs> how, how do you feel about this teaser trailer? I... And the stills. The st- yeah, we got stills and we got a teaser trailer. Um, I am ready to run to the theater <laughs> right now. Because listen, my boy... David Cronenberg ha- never misses. <laughs> no, he and when he does, it's still a great attempt, and it's still fun, and it's it pushes still, things. It's still nasty, you know. It's still yeah. nasty and sick, whatever. And also, like the whole ne- like neon has also been like leading into the sickos market, you know, <laughs> with like uh, Teton and like all of these, you know, just like body horror fun like sicko content. Um, and this yes. feels like a natural fit. And this teaser trailer is just like hey, let's just stick some tubes <laughs> into your body <laughs> and just 
go with the punches and we're creating synthetic life and shit and we're gonna just redefine humanity and sex and all of these things and i'm just mm, i need it i want it i love it <laughs> it is the teaser trailer is very short yes yeah but it is gooshy it's quite gooshy <laughs> surprisingly goosh packed for the short amount of time yeah um it is also visually dark i would also say content dark right yes yeah but i i kind of knew that going in because it is a a cronenberg piece Mm -hmm. one of the things that i love about the stills that we get is kristen seems to be channeling her inner sicko And (laughs) I don't know that we've gotten that in a while slash ever. Yeah. And that makes me very excited. Right. Yeah, I loved seeing her too in like the uh, more the brunette era. It's giving very personal shopper, Uh, kind of like little greasy hair moment. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, yes. Love to see it. So I don't know what this is, but I'm... I'm interested. Yeah. Looks very creepy. Lots of good things coming out. So excited. Love to see it. Content, baby. There is... This is just a little... Just a little teaser of news. Jamie Dornan, as we have talked about over the last couple of weeks, is still speaking. Right. And people are still listening. I'm not entirely sure why uh, people.com found this to be news sure (laughs) but they decided this week to publish a piece about jamie dornan talking about the possibility of becoming the next james bond Mm -hmm. now if you like myself are like hmm uh i didn't realize that was still a conversation right that we were having and especially not that jamie dornan was on the table at all (laughs) right exactly the conversation that I was aware of was that, like, over the past year, two years, like, Idris Elba's name had been kind of bounced around. A lot of people mm-hmm. had said, now perhaps a woman. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> instead. But Jamie Dornan has said, what about me? <laughs> what if what if me as Bond? You know, like yeah. that would be fun. That would be cool. Uh, we've never had me do it, so that would be interesting. Right. Uh, but did you want to talk about the quote that you laughed about? I the, just the prejudgment piece. This man, he so why is he still doing this? I know he basically was talking about how you know all these like casting announcements, right? People, like, you know, do a lot of judging, right, before they see sure. their performances. Which, you know, I guess as an actor, it's a fair thing to yeah. have reservations on, whatever. Um, but he says, prejudgment is such a fucking disease. It's a disease in all our culture. In my line of work, sure. But in general, people prejudge based on fucking anything, really. And it's very sad. Look at the reaction when Rob got cast as Batman. It was like 90% negative. And then went on to talk about Daniel Craig and all these things and said fuck a lot in all of these quotes, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> he held no punches. But yeah, he is still going to bat for his former roomie slash man. He always has to keep talking about 
to sometimes stay in the news, which go off with God, right. whatever, do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like someone may have just interviewed him when he was tired and tipsy after something yeah and this is when he decided like you know what this is when i'm gonna go on a rant about people making judgments of a film based on the cast alone right it's like jamie go home yeah jamie go to bed jamie you have kids (laughs) jamie you have kids go home and stop stop just saying rob's name because you know that you know, and like none of these people need you to fight for them. You know what I mean? Rob's doing fine. Daniel Craig's doing great. Okay. You know, like it's okay, man. Right. It's okay. I appreciate it. Yeah, for it's sure. Okay, go home. Such a weird dude. But okay, sure. Thanks, Jamie. Okay. When we last left off <sighs> with this fucking book, we were suspicious because things were feeling a little bit too good to be true yeah vis-a-vis dimitri and rose rose and dimitri are gonna just like nicely walk off into the sunset and there will be no more books and then it was over and that's um the end of this episode thank you for listening right thank you (laughs) so much (laughs) they were just holding hands and smooching yeah we're going to go save Eddie and all the other people who were captured. Things are going to be great. We decided we were going to end Shadow Kiss right there. <laughs> at the 90% mark in this book and not read the last three chapters. Because why would anything good happen? <sighs> AKA, I hate to be fucking right. Yeah, I wish that was true. Unfortunately, we did read these last three chapters. And yeah, so can you uh, let me know what happens um, in right. chapter 27, please? <laughs> oh, I don't want to. Okay, listen. So... Did you remember this? Here, yeah, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Up until like... Did you all set me into a fucking trap? No, this was not an intentional trap. But I, when we were talking about Demetri and stuff, I was like, I do remember something, right? I just didn't know what exactly it was. And I didn't want to, like, you know, meddle, meddle with our thoughts and stuff. But I was like, listen, there was something, but I don't. And it's been very long since I've read it the first time. And I was like, I sure, sure, sure. I don't really remember exactly what it was. Mm. But I did not. I thought it was not good. Because I was like, I don't think he's dead. But I think there's, like, something. Right. Because why would it be good? Right, right. Right. Of course. We were given right. all these things, but I was like, uh, and then once we got to like more of the later chapters, I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, I remember. Oh no. Oh no. Um, I just want to say. Yeah. Ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck did you all want us to read these books? I'm feeling a lot of feelings. Because I didn't sign up for these emotions. I signed <laughs> up to make fun of a book make fun of nasty relationships right go to horny jail you know yeah (laughs) yeah to send people to horny jail and not get attached to a character who um is gone girl you know yeah so what's that about right (laughs) Why were there no warnings of that? You all were just like, mm, read Vampire Academy. It'll be so fun. <laughs> It'll be so fun. We're all going to love it. Fuck you. We're going to have a good time. And those be all good vibes. 
<laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. Anyways. So what happens in chapter 27? I have no idea. Okay. So, so chapter 27. Um, Demetri and Rose walk back. Thankfully, like, nobody really notices that they were kind of, like, canoodling <laughs> for a little while. Yeah. Which is good. They don't see, like, smeared lipstick on the bulk. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and they're getting ready to, like, fully go out there. Like, it's time. You know, the hours are waning. Their hours are waning. They got to go and do it. They have all these people that right. they need. Um, notably, they have, like, a bunch of guardians that they finally came back after, you know, the people they were waiting on. Um, and then yeah. also they have some of the classmates who <laughs> Rose describes as being drafted for duty, <laughs> which, you know. Um, um, yeah. Mostly to, like, purvey around or to protect the campus um, and the school. Um, but Rose's like, I'm one of the few that's going to be in there, in the sauce. Let's yeah. go. Mm. Um, so they go over sort of the plan they have like all these people set up whatever they're like let's go we got this everyone has like we also got our maroi out here doing their magic and they- yeah they have like five miles yeah to get to right and they're like yeah we're gonna do this in like just over an hour which damn yeah like okay they're fucking hustling yeah they're, they're speed walking they're just like <laughs> right exactly <laughs> This is when I wish that their vampires could, like, run fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. See, maybe, uh, you know, our, 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 our fucking cursed woman, Stephanie Meyer, was onto something about the, <laughs> the little... Yeah, they could get there in, like, a minute. Yeah. Would save a lot have... of time, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so they're, like, surveying the situation. They're getting into the cave sure. around it and stuff. Um, and they're all kind of splitting up most of the adults kind of like go into the cave um rose and some of the folks are kind of like hold standing back a little bit it's so wild because like before they even go in because mm-hmm. they like split off into two because that was right like, like their two camps yeah because like, they have like the yeah out entrance and like the other sort of like they're kind of sur- like going around you know and yeah trying to spook them and Dimitri and Janine go to the different group than Rose was in. Mm-hmm. And when they split off, Rose looks at Dimitri and she says in her mind, she's like, everything I felt was worry. Worry I'd never see them again. And it's like, bitch, yeah, I got it. Right, okay. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> okay, all right. Especially when, like, so they're all waiting which i think is i think this is hilarious yeah. right that like one uh guardian is tasked with like chilling with the novices right essentially is like it's like at a water slide right where like that one lifeguard is like <laughs> trying to make them go in one at a time right <laughs> yeah. um and while rose is out there she's like standing out in the woods right outside this cave and she looks over and like mason's there and he's like just sad yeah like, just be like just, mm. <laughs> just sort of like withering be like hello i'm here if you need me <laughs> i'm just here as an as an omen yeah you know? anyway just think about me just look over when you need me uh we get a few people come out which is nice no Stragoi yet you know just we have abby who uh was one of the students or whatever our friend abby who we know and love so much <laughs> yep we definitely know her definitely know her she's great cool um, and she seems like kind of fucked up, but she's not, she's like just scraped up and yeah. dirty, but she seems fine. Right. She's not like, the there's no like evidence of her being like used for like a snack or anything like, or super right. beaten up. She's just kind of like frazzled and, and dirty and crying a little bit. Um, yeah. and then we get 
Amaroy comes out, uh, a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he has... He had been a snack. He had been a snack, um, which, yikes. Um, and so everyone just being like, what's going on in there? Um, right. And the teacher dude is like, yeah, it's kind of a fucking mess out there. But, you know, they're, <laughs> <laughs> we're escaping. There's just like a lot of chaos going on in there. It's hard to tell what's even going on there. There's a lot of distractions. <sighs> Um, and they'll brought up the whole fire thing too. And Rose is like, we don't have fucking time to talk about this ethics discussion about the fire. Just you're safe and yeah, alive. We just need to go. Okay. Get out of here. Okay. Um, get a few more folks in here and then it's just quiet. No one comes out. No one can really hear anything. It's just kind of like, mm, what's going on? It's not great. I hate this. Yeah. Um, and at some point, they have enough people where they're like, okay, we need some folks to just bring them back to the academy. While we still have daylight left. Yeah, while, and while we'll just, like, be out here, if anything, yeah, it goes wild, you know. Because Rose is noting that, like, the sun is getting a lot lower. It's a lot lower. they were already right. kind of uh, pressed for time. Yeah, they had wasted a lot they... of time <laughs> waiting for these exactly. fucking guardians to come in here. Emil, who's, like, the earpiece yeah. person, mm-hmm. is like, listen... Uh, we need to, we're not doing great. Yeah. I'm going to be honest because it's just basically you and someone, an, another person. Right. So. We need backup, not- all right? So <laughs> let's figure it out. And then Rose's like, all right, I'm going in. Let's go, girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing, right? It's like uh, Emil, who's that guardian who's outside, realizes that, like, he wants to go in and help. Mm-hmm. But he has to be the one getting orders outside. Right. So he he either like he he either goes in and helps and leaves both the novices outside. Right. Or he sends them in and is outside in case something happens. Right. So he's like, "Fuck." Uh, I guess okay, you random dude. <laughs> yeah. Go inside. <laughs> yeah. Go Steven. In. She's like, okay, <laughs> yes. Fucking, finally. Right. Uh, this cave scene is is hard to imagine right it's like and like uh for roche very good at writing action you know yeah i agree it's like you can kind of see the whole you know all these things going on and like it's so there's such a quick pace right and it's very confusing and hectic but you're still like grounded somewhere in a moment, you know, there's like a wall falling yes. in from a cave and then there's people fighting each other. And she's kind of like seeing um, Dimitri in Alberta and some guardians sort of like trapped, you know, and realizing, yeah. okay, we got to like, you know, step up right now to like get some of these other dudes out so we can chip away so they can like also fight and not be overwhelmed by like 10 Strigoi or whatever. Yes. Um, and also she notes too that it's uh, the escape place that like the place they went in which is also one of the places they will be leaving from is like a crawl space so that also pr- proposes like a barrier you know which means they kind of need to get rid of the strigoi so they're not in, like a compromised position when they're crawling and can't like fight up and stand you know exactly um, yeah and then homegirl fucking steps into battle she is like yeah. she is staking people left and right she's like boom bam let's go tag teaming with fucking steven or whatever um, and just going like one after the other barely even using like the cool fire trick and stuff they're just going raw dog like steaks let's go 
Um, yes. Which is very and nice to this, see. In this, like, area, she makes a point to notice that there are ten Shigoi yeah. just in this space. Right, yes. And they are slowly lowering that number. Right. One by one. Yeah. Um, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she notes, like, okay, they're down to two, which is great. Did a lot of lot of work here. Alberta, like, makes right. a call being like, Go get the fuck out of here where that's enough people that we can like make some sizable movements here. Right. Um, and Dimitri's out here staking Sergoy's left and right. <laughs> Just like Stephen's yes. out here. Um, Yuri on ice. also. Yuri there. on ice is also out there. Rose kind of like looks back and was like, I kind of want to help, you know, and they're just like, fucking leave, get out. <laughs> like, stop, right. stop it. They got this. We're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they don't really, they had to start making kind of like strategic right, calls. decisions mm-hmm. at this point, um, which is not great. Yeah. And so now they go from that like big area right. to more twisty turns, mm-hmm. which is not good. Right. Because they're like, Ooh, well, we got those guys, but it seems like there are more here probably than we initially thought. And these little twists right. and turns feel very easy to get spooked <laughs> by Mr. Coy. Exactly. You know? Um, and someone's like, oh, listen, what, what's the vibe? You know, uh, Stephen, what's the vibe? Should we finish them off or should we go? Um, and Alberta again makes a quick judgment call. It's like, we got to go, you know, we got as many as we could, you know, we're going to lose light soon. It's not safe to like try to do it again because we don't know how many other people, other Strigoi there will be. Yes. We do get confirmation uh, from Dimitri at this time, because Rose does ask, mm-hmm. that Eddie did get out. The fucking tease that Miss Ferrero Shea did throughout this entire chapter was fucked up. Because they kept being like, oop, there's probably a lot of people didn't make it, or they didn't see any of these people, and who knows, are they dead, are they dead, are they dead? And they waited till the last fucking second to be like, oh yeah, Eddie's cool. It's like, oh, mm. <laughs> god <Yeah>. damn it. <laughs> Yeah, Dimitri says, like, we had to practically, like, drag him out. Yeah. Because... He wanted to fight. Not because he was, like, dying, but because he just wanted to, yeah. like, keep fighting Eddie, people. my man. <sighs> I love him. Ugh. And so, there are... Because they're in these, like, twists and turns... Twists and turns. <laughs> um, <laughs> these twists and turns trying to get to the exit, it's obviously, like easier for it's like a fucking haunted house right Right. very easy for someone to just come and like ambush you yes correct and one of the things from last episode is rose has her fucking um spidey sense right her uh, yeah her nausea (laughs) yeah and so there's like one second when they get to this like t intersection in the caves before like seven more Mm -hmm. stragoy ambush them and they had just been, like, lying in wait, like a fucking haunted house. Yeah. Just ready for anyone to come in. Yeah. This poor dude, Alan, gets <sighs> fucking his, like, head snapped, or his neck snapped you know, immediately. Alan, yeah. Our, our favorite guardian, love. Alan, we love and know. Um, <laughs> but Famous just, country singer, Alan Jackson, gone. Who only existed to give Rose the PTSD of seeing, Ro- uh, seeing Mason uh, get his neck snapped in the same exact way. Great. Thank you, Rochelle, yep. <laughs> for that. Fuck you. God. <laughs> Has she been through enough? <laughs> Come on. Seriously. Yeah. And the answer is no. No. The answer is no, because she's... Anyway. Yeah. So, 
there's like apparently it gets more narrow mm-hmm. because we're in a fucking magic school bus tour of someone's body right now right yeah, literally. Um, like and they there's like more and more guardians are like being picked off right at this point but they're like trying to get to the exit and they see rose just sees like the faint light right it's like purplish light yeah. of the exit She's like it's there She's like, let's go <laughs> like that green light like i want it right um and so they just start like running mm-hmm and she, like, her spidey sense has not gone away. Yeah, right? they're still quite there. Um, <sighs> and they're, like, seeing the sun, you know, and seeing, uh, like, you know, all, all these people or whatever. And then being like, oop, Janine is here, coming down with her party. Um, they're so close. She's almost here. We got this. And then, boom, yeah. three more Stroy. Let's go. And it's like, God, <laughs> no. And she keeps saying all these people who, like, we don't know. Right. But, like, Celeste, sure. Miss Carmack, you know, notable family people right. that we love. Totally. And But enough that, like, it's probably distracting mm-hmm. Rose from running to the exit. Right. And notably, one of the three that gets got is Dimitri. And... By the fucking blonde Strigoi. Yes, by that fucking the, dude. By the one who last week was, was like, like speaking hey, in riddles Lisa? and like, yeah, and like, hey, yeah. Dragomir. Mm? Mm? Right. And she makes a note too of being like, which is so sad, of being like, he was all, like, I've never seen Dimitri Falzer. He was always faster and stronger than everyone else, but not this time. And it's like, Michelle? Hey, can we stop I, this? I Please. I don't like it. I swear to God. Uh, it's like she sees the fucking blonde Strigoi's like fangs right. sink into Dimitri's neck and then the Strigoi has the fucking audacity to like make eye contact with her which and then she sir uh, how dare you how fucking dare it you it just so of course Rose is just like screaming yeah and being like we have to I have to go back we can't just leave you know and that right. now more Strigoi at that at the final point she sees like at least 10 of them which is like bad because there's only like a couple just multiplying right and there's like only three people and dimitri's fucking getting got you know and she's like we have to go back and she's like fucking no get out of here (laughs) yeah you can't do this you know we can't leave him i mean you have to leave him you have to go right we're not like he's gonna he's gonna die like you gotta whatever like you gotta go okay and like her Janine like slaps her literally. And he's like, run, that dude is dead. Fucking get over it. You're not going to join him. So get out. One, fuck you, Rochelle. Yeah. How dare um, you? Um because this is the one time that I think Rose has ever seen her mom panic. And yeah. that's rude. Right. Disrespectful. That's dis that's no. And there's a part too where Rose is like, she could like couldn't stop staring at the cave where she says like, back where Dimitri was, back where half of my soul was, and I was like, fuck you, yeah. fuck you, and but she has like she just keeps like running, she just like runs out of the cave. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely fuck this. Uh, 
So 28 is basically like the four pages in new movie. Literally. It is just waiting. You know, it's like the, the, the next 12 hours were the longest in my life, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, it's a bunch of waiting, you know, because there's just not, there's nothing she can do. And just her worrying and stressing um, and not really talking to anyone um, or eating <laughs> or sleeping or doing anything. Right. Because at this point, because she's... Because how could you? Right. I mean, yes, of course. Like, she's just fucked up right now you know um but the, because if the seven foot leather duster yeah. <laughs> dude can get got by a stragoy then what does that mean for anyone for her life? yeah and for her especially yeah. um so she's freaking out you know she notices that like okay they rescued 12 which is you know not an unnoble including, f- including eddie thank god he's alive so not an unnoble yeah. feat uh, which means right. that who's missing are six guardians, including Dimitri, obviously. Dimitri. Um, so that's, and she's now concocting like, we gotta do rescue mission, baby. We gotta, we gotta go. How many hours yeah, is it? Yeah, we gotta it? go back. How many hours until morning time again, until sunrise? Um, and I'm gonna be right, right back on there. I'm not gonna sleep. I'm not gonna eat. I'm just gonna get ready for this next ride. <laughs> right. And of course, she like goes back to the medical center. Yeah. To that same doctor. Get her punch card, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. She, who, and the doctor apparently decides that she doesn't have a concussion and just sends her on her way to bandage her own scraps because, of course, the like medical center is super full overwhelmed. At yeah. This time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it, this chapter kills me. Yeah. Because there's, Rose ends up going to the chapel mm-hmm. because one, it's like for the most part pretty quiet, right? right? There's other people that are there who are also trying to figure out like what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Um, but I think she ends up finally like falling asleep just because it's quiet right. there. Yeah, yeah. There's like a, a a bunch of other people there, obviously, because like a lot of people have died or whatever in the last 24, 48 hours. Um, but she just like, fuck it. I'm just going to like sit here for a minute. Maybe think about it. And then I'm, she just dozes off to sleep in the pews for like what seems like hours. Um, yeah. until Lissa wakes her up and is and like, have you been here the whole fucking time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to yeah, talk like, to you. Been trying to, I've been trying to like find you everywhere. Um, and to be fair, like if there was a place for her to fall asleep on a grounds that aren't safe and she's learned aren't safe Mm -hmm. it's gonna be the chat like it's gonna be holy ground right yeah (laughs) she knows now that like that is in fact a safe place for her to be so right i get it yeah listen it makes sense (laughs) yeah and it's not like she meant to fall asleep um and besides like the sun's not even up so it's like whatever yeah (laughs) whatever (laughs) okay Um, this conversation kills me yeah she's like hey you should eat first of all um, and then, like, yeah. heals her little cuts and stuff. And Rose, like, you really shouldn't be doing that. Unless it's like, everyone knows, like, it's not like something I need to do is be a secret anymore. Like, right. it's fine. And it's not like taking up a lot of my juju or whatever. Um, right. It's okay. And then Rose is like, lightning bolt. What if you did that to Dimitri? Right. Obviously, you gotta, you know. He's he might be dead. He might not be dead. But if he is dead, you could still yeah, you bring him back, you, like thing. you did to me, and then we could all be shadow kissed together, and that'd be like so sick. And it's just like going a million words a minute, you know. Right. And Liz is like, oh, sweetie, I I I can't do that, 
you know, I, that's, you know, I can't, you know, it'll be similar to like Victor, like the abuse and stuff of just like abusive power. And I can't go down that path. And Rose is just like, how dare you? Like fully goes off super hurt and emotional, obviously, of just being like, I would do fucking anything for you. And I'm asking you. And have done anything for you. And I have, right. And there's one thing I fucking want from you and need from you. And you're going to be like this and you're not even going to try. It's fucked up. This hurts so bad. Yeah, it's brutal. Because it's just like, obviously, Lissa can't do this. Right. That's not how this works. No. Um, and the only reason why it worked for Rose was like, it was immediate. Right. It hadn't been like um, hours. And she didn't even mean likely. to. Yeah. Right. It was an accident. And Lissa's like super valid of being like, one, I literally can't do this. But also, I can't do this because trauma. Right. And Rose is like, well, first of all, rude. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now you draw lines. Um, but it's just so sad because I get this is that stage in grief where it's like you want, you'll do anything. Right. right? It's you'll, just so desperate you, and needing any sort of. Yeah. Right. And it's just so fucking sad to see. Yeah. Um, especially when it gets to the point, too, where in the next scene, Rose is just, like, standing at the wards. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, Fro, who hurt you? Right, are you? What? <laughs> like, <laughs> and the answer is no, no, obviously, because, like, what, why, why did you... What happened, and why are you taking it out on me? Yeah. So fucked up. It's so fucked up. Um, yeah, seeing all of the... When they do end up doing... Because it's not a rescue mission. It's fuck, It's a recovery right. mission. Right, yes. Like they're, they're going back for the dead. Right. And so to see all of these stretchers come back is just haunting. Yeah, it's just like one after another, and it's like just feeling so cold and so you know and she's like wow i wonder if i'll see their ghosts and stuff next time i'm outside the wards and stuff which is like oh god um and she notices that there's only five and there were six people notably that they had not retrieved um the first time um and dimitri is the one person that was not in the cave um or one of two i guess i guess there's another person that was like fully taken away or whatever um because she was dead um yeah but they were like this i think they took him and you know yeah molly i guess molly (laughs) was a maroi um who was previously a snack and then was like very clearly like out of blood when the first time they got her so was probably dead um yeah and dimitri was the other um uh, it's wild to me because Janine went on this recovery mission yeah. while Rose stayed behind the wards. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that we have seen Janine lie right. to Rose. When she's like, oh, well, we don't know what happened to Molly and we don't know what happened to Dimitri. Mm-hmm. Like, it's likely that they're both just dead and that the Strigoi just like took their bodies. Right. Like finished them off as snacks and then just like dumped them somewhere else. Yeah. And it's like, Janine... No. Right. You can't do this. Molly, probably. Yeah, for sure. But, like, why would they use... Why would they take someone as big as uh, Dimitri right. and not change him? Yeah. 
It doesn't make sense. <sighs> and Rose, like, fully calls on her bullshit or recognizes her bullshit and, like, runs outside the wars. And it's like, hey, Mason, hey, bud, I need, I need, ghosts. I need ghost assistance right now. Um, yeah. And she notes, too, that he seems pretty... Uh, a little more transparent, I guess, than usual. Um, kind yeah. of like like a flickering little little light or whatever. Um, and she's just like, hey, Mason, my brother in Christ, my brother in truth. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> is Dimitri dead? And he shakes his head. And she asks, is he alive? And he also shakes his head. God and Rose is it. like, motherfucker. I cannot believe this. This is so fucked up. She's like throwing up, (laughs) shaking, crying, throwing up. Literally. And it's like on her knees. And it's like, is he a stripper? And he hesitates and he nods. He'd forgotten what the word was. Right, yeah. (laughs) Listen, he's he's kind of on, uh, he's been drained the past few weeks of Rose's calls and stuff. You know, he's doing a lot of work right now. She notices or realizes that the thing in the fortune or the tarot or whatever um, that he was going to lose what he valued most wasn't necessarily her or or her or his life. It was his soul. Bum bum bum. Rochelle, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? What is your problem? First of all, the next time I see you, Rochelle, <laughs> it's fucking on set. I swear to God, I I did not ask to be invested in these two yeah and yet Second that's how ball. she gets you she's so good at it i'm so i'm so over it anyway so this last chapter of this third book Duh. this is the climax of this is that rose's the love of her life is not dead but that she has to do what she said what she talked about in the first book mm-hmm. which is like you have i gotta go kill the love of my life so that he's not just like stuck in this fucking purgatory right so it's been like a week or whatever yeah and we get adrian content yeah she's like adrian (laughs) open up (laughs) um and he's like hey bestie what's up (laughs) (laughs) he's like watching uh fucking Desperate Housewives with a like a drinking out of a full bottle of vodka. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, you want to hang out? Yeah, is this a good time? You know, it's like twelve p.m. or whatever. (laughs) Just like, yeah, (laughs) watch some shows with me or whatever. And he's like, hey, haven't seen much of you. And she's like, I listen. I've been. This is not what I'm here for. Okay, I'm. You know, I don't want to do this shit. I didn't want to be perceived. Didn't want to be perceived. Is that you know, is that a crime? Whatever. Everyone wanted to do memorial services. Yeah. Kept asking me how I was. And I fucking they didn't hate like that. that I said that I was bad. Right. So I just didn't want to be around. I just fucked that. off for a week. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, too much going on. And she's like, hey, listen, right. the real reason I want to talk to you is I know you're rich. <laughs> money, please. And I need money, please. And he's like, what? For oh. why? Okay. And she's like, I'm leaving. I saw this really cool toaster <laughs> on the TV and I need to buy it. Yeah, I, I, in my like week-long uh, solo journey, I've been watching a lot of like QVC, you know? And, yeah. Um, so, I need a new wardrobe. Yeah, so 
that's the vibe. But she's, he's like, no, I, I'm leaving the academy. I got to do something. I'm not going to tell you what the fuck it is. I have something to take care of. But I need to get out of here, and I don't have any monies. So yeah, can you help, please? <laughs> yeah. He, he's very drunk. So obviously he kind of leans back into right. the whole, you're just doing this for your fucking boyfriend. You're just playing how I feel about you. <laughs> you're like giving me fuck me eyes or whatever. And it's fucked up. You know, it's cruel and it's rude to me. I don't like it. It's not fair. And Rose is like, yeah, I guess. You know, I guess you're right. But like, I do have, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do out here. I got to kill my boyfriend. Okay. So I need (laughs) to like, I need to do this. Okay. Right. Exactly. So can we just do this? Can I just have the money? Is that so bad? Right. And he notes too of like the whole you know, maybe it is good that you leave because, you know, you'll get over him and you'll be away. You wouldn't be hurting Lissa's aura. You wouldn't be, like, stealing all of her whatever and all this shit, you know. Um, and and Rose gets to clarify that, like, well, actually, you were kind of right, but you were also not very right. There's other things going on. It's very complicated. Right. I don't really want to get into it now, but, like, there's other reasons that I'm seeing the ghosts. It's not really Lissa whatever it's a whole thing can i have money please it's a whole thing can I, uh, yeah <laughs> anyway hand like hand out money please <laughs> yeah the thing that really took me by surprise here is that even though he's like drunk as fuck yeah he's like when you come back will you give me a fair shot yeah which and i was like okay Hello? when he finally explains it he's like okay listen um Everything that I did, I was for real. Yeah. But you were so gone, girl, for Dimitri that, like, you didn't even notice. Yeah. So if you go and do your thing, when you come back, will you take me seriously? Yeah. And, you know, she didn't... She's she's like, like, sure. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, yeah. Whatever it takes, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Which is interesting. It is. But, like, you know, whatever. And he's like, all right, here's what's up. I got a little offshore bank account in Missoula. <laughs> Literally. You just like let him know what's up and just sign for it and you'll be good. Right. So. Platos is in Bitcoin. Right. <laughs> right. So. Exactly. Right. So she told him that she was leaving the next day and we get to the next day. I thought that I was done with pain. At this point. And guess what? We get more. Guess what? I'm, <laughs> guess what? I was not. Yeah. Um, because she wake, Rose wakes up early. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that she does is goes to, like, the admin building. Yeah. And she just has a bunch like, of paperwork. So, <laughs> yeah. That's, like, my worst nightmare is, like, starting off my shift and the first thing someone comes in it's like actually i have six returns it's like okay well right damn it (laughs) but yeah she's like um well i'm dropping out so so that's it and they're like what the fuck like you can't do that and she's like um actually i can i have this all filled out you just got to give me the stamp (laughs) um i know how paperwork works um get me the fuck out of here (laughs) and like they bring whole karova in here and she's like what the hell are you doing and she's like well sorry this is it Either you do it or you can't hold me hostage here. So whatever. And it's not like my mom is here and it's my 18th birthday. So I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yep. Okay. So suck it. 
Yeah. It's the fact that she's 18 today, I think, gives her that agency. And they're like, well, damn it. Yeah. You got us there. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's wild. That's going to be for the next contract (laughs) and and handbook. Fuck. (laughs) It's wild that she's just like, okay, well, you know, it's spring now. Snow's gone. I got the silver steak. Yeah. Just going to take my knapsack and go. Right. Got it. I'm ready to go. And (laughs) she senses Lissa. And, like, kind of turns around and is like, God damn it. <laughs> like, I was trying to, like, make a little Irish goodbye situation here. I just kind of wanted to, like, fuck around and get out. Um, and, no, Liz is there. And they're like, hey, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? And she's just crying. Just sad. Like, Lissa is just It's not even, like, angry crying. yet. It's just, like, sad. Fully just sad yeah. and doesn't understand and feels... All of these emotions, um, being like, I'm your, you know, I'm your best friend. You didn't tell me about Dimitri. I feel like this is fucked up. Like you're supposed to tell each other everything, and like mm-hmm. how serious this was, and whatever. And now she thinks it's her fault because of the whole, you know, Rose and Dimitri having to protect her and not be with each other kind of vibes. And yeah. she's just like, I, I just feel like I don't trust you. Don't trust me anymore. And, like, that you love him more than me and all these things. And it's like... "Mm, mm." It's so heartbreaking. It's wild because, like, Lissa figured it out. Right. I think maybe even before Rose did. Right. That Rose was leaving. Yeah. Um, Because Lissa remembered that... The mall thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the mall thing. When they talked about Sturgoy... And how they'd rather be dead. (laughs) Yeah, that they would rather be dead than become, like, a monster. Yeah, thank you. I agree. Plus one. Um, (laughs) And it's... First of all, Rochelle, fuck you for having planned this out so far. Yeah. I think what hurts is Lissa sees this as... Rose choosing Dimitri mm-hmm. over her. Right. And I think Rose sees it as like a duty. Right. Like it's <laughs> like, something that she, like has, she has to, to do. To. Right. There's no other option. Yeah. He, he can't just be Stragoy. Like it's not about right. Lissa really in that moment. But Lissa obviously doesn't really see that or feel that. Yeah. And it's just like, mm, ah. yeah. Especially when it's like, Thank you. I agree. <laughs> um, and it's like, this is very much the first time that Rose is ever putting, she's not really even putting herself first, but she's just like trying to close something out. And Lissa's like, but me. And it's like, Lissa, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and that sucks because they don't really reach a resolution here. And the fact that Rose like takes off her uh like tchotchke mm-hmm. it's like i can't because this and... is for a guardian and i'll you know i'll get it back when and she says when even though she probably shouldn't she comes back yeah and it's like god mm, so painful fellas you ever gotta so sad. leave your girlfriend so you can kill your boyfriend <laughs> literally <laughs> 
god mm. and she's like it'll be fine like you'll have other guardians and she's like they won't be you and it's like mm, ah, mm. it's just like what Ferrero? are there like three more books in this right. what in the world are we supposed to do here <laughs> um but anyways that's very sad yeah. there's no resolution here no. And also Mason is moving on. Yeah, she gets one last Mason. He's like fully transparent now and just kind of like withering in and out a little bit. Um, And she's like, hey, you know, I'm glad that you're finally moving on. You know, seems like you're overdue, but I'm glad you were here and like helping and you're you're able to find peace or whatever. Um, Yeah. And it's like... Mm. And he had like a, a little <sighs> tiny hint of a smile, and it's like yeah. <sighs> my heart. To have the audacity to end this book by saying, "I set off off to kill the man I loved," like fuck you. How dare you? This is absolutely how dare yeah. you. Yeah. So anyway, that hurts a lot, yeah. and I'm glad that we have a week off of reading. Right so I can recover before we get to the next book because wow sending you an invoice for emotional yes um (laughs) but Cody what are we doing next week we are finally talking about the Batman starring our emo king Robert Pattinson it is finally going to be on available to watch digitally so we are going to finally review it and i'm very excited it's gonna be so good so fun we're gonna have a blast i can't wait i can't wait to review this fucking three hour movie yes yes i'm very excited we have some amazing patrons to thank would you like to start us hell yeah thank you to katie black Ooh. thank you to kylie minty thank you to alex dornan Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Oh, ow. Ooh. Oh. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Clara Bellicott. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to Katya Karp. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to Hannah Dragomir. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to Hope Castile. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Ooh, ah. Ooh. Thank you to Abby Ivashkov. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Ooh. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, 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 bing. Thank you to my mom, your mom, <gasps> all of our moms, <gasps> Kelly Beck. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Thank you to Laura Forty. Thank you to Dan Zeklos. Thank you to Maria Swan. Thank you to India Beach. And last but not least, 
Thank you to Emily Ozera. I have a fan fiction that was sent in to us <gasps> this week. Hell yeah. This was sent in by our patron, Genevieve Morgan. Hell yeah. Who says, hi y'all. I'm working graveyard shift now and decided to spend my time the best way I know how, fanfic. I regret to inform y'all of my unilateral decision to make this the show's problem and will be taking zero critique on this point, such as the fun of parasocial podcast relationships. Anyways, I was listening to old episodes, A Dangerous Pastime, I know, and heard the plea to not find a Cars Twilight fic and set out on the hunt. Alas, this week's search of AO3 did not yield the desired query. Instead, I found a truly inspired Twilight Transformers fic. Okay. So this <laughs> fan fiction was written by Blue Ten Spades and is titled No Mistakes. The summary is no one questioned the imprint process. An imprint was your soulmate, the person that the ancient ones chose specifically for you. There were no mistakes, but when Leah imprints on not one, but two sports cars, a lot of questions are raised. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to be reading from this Twilight slash Transformers fanfiction for you. When Leah got back to La Push, it was several hours later. She had stayed in the garage, hands reaching out to stroke the hard metal of the Lamborghini in a reverent manner. Fred seemed to find it amusing, I think that's the car, and let her tinker away at it during her shift that day. Maybe it's a person. Um, everything's already repaired, he told her, as he made his way to the front to man the shop, but have fun with Sunstreaker. He winked at her and waggled his eyebrows suggestively. And Leah had taken full advantage of the opportunity as she popped the hood and gazed lovingly at the engine it beheld. Once more, she let her fingers trace against it, and in her love-drunk state, she imagined that the Lamborghini responded with gentle vibrations. Jesus Christ, she muttered lowly to herself as she pressed against the grill more firmly. If she didn't stop now, it would legit look like she was fondling the car. Deciding to make herself useful, she grabbed a vacuum and moved to clean Sunstreaker's interior. But once she settled herself inside, she found herself rubbing against the leather interior as she leaned down to vacuum microscopic particles from the floor. When she realized she was indeed rubbing herself wantonly against an inanimate object, she froze and retreated into herself, mind firmly focused on vacuuming. But when she found her hand reaching out to trace the seams of the leather, she quickly jumped out. Why the hell did I imprint on a car? And one that doesn't even belong to me. End scene. Wow. That, I love that. <laughs> Genevieve, um, I can't believe that you just made me read that. Um, but I feel like that might be somebody something. So that's available yeah. for you to read. Go off. If that's there. <laughs> I will be spending the rest of my week catching up on Temptation Island because that's the trash I need in my life. Yes. But we will be back next week to watch The Batman yeah. and talk about it. Ooh. 
to recover from our emotional damage. Yes. This yes. Well, uh, as we say here, in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get wet. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.